We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pussy so loyal, you can rely on it. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. She she came with the bars. She came with the bars. 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 Welcome to The Holy Hour, a podcast about sex, relationships, mental health, and everything in between. I'm Amelia Sanson. And I'm Liz Ball. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Holy Hour. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Amelia Sampson. And I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Liz Ball So Hard. You can also watch us on YouTube or listen ad-free on Patreon at patreon.com slash theholyhour. Check out our merch at theholyhour.com and email us your spicy stories at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. Did I tell you cats can't recognize faces? Yes. I sort of love that, though. That's racist. <laughs> that's speciesist damn true um i don't have any talking tits today i looked i that's okay well is it well because we're gonna do some other stuff that's true and this talk is, about other things this is gonna be kind of an all over the place episode liz is at my place today yeah we're recording in my mess of a home a nice change of scenery amelia lit some incense for me to cleanse my sad little soul who mm-hmm. will say if you're so Amelia will. She will. <laughs> it's that's the good why, shit too. That's why this is a religiously based podcast. Yeah, this is a cult. It is. It is. But cults don't have to be a bad thing. You know that there could be two person cults? Yeah, just you and me. Yeah. Well, we do have listeners. Right. But I'm just, but like, there, it's possible. I guess there's not, like a cult always has a uh, exit cost. And we don't have an exit cost. Oh, shit. If you stop listening. We'll cry. That's our exit cost. We'll cry. And then also we might not have any idea. <laughs> I'll know. Amelia is counting each of you one by one. Because I would miss you if you left me. <laughs> I'll find you. Oh, sorry. Meows is shitting behind us right now. I don't know if you can hear that in the headphones. I, it sounded like she was doing scratching. She just doesn't know how to cover her litter. Mm. She she does her best to be a cat. <laughs> she She is trying. We can wait until she's done to continue. She's shit so many times today. I feel like there's something in the water here. Y'all, I've had a bad IBS day. I know you were wondering. (laughs) (laughs) Tell tell us more. Yeah. Well, I've been exercising a lot, which is a new thing for me. If you've been listening to the podcast, like my entire personality was that I never worked out for a really long time. Meows. Meows. It's covered, babe. She's going to town. Oh, she's done now. She didn't do anything. 
She's just digging around to be shit. naughty. Yeah. That's funny. She's like, if you're not going to turn on my toy, I'm going to make noise. <laughs> um, yeah, I woke up today. Like, ever since I've started exercising, like, I'm more regular, which is great. Mm-hmm. But it's been, like, two days because I've been stressed out. Work has been nuts. Mm. And it all just kind of built up came to fruition today yeah it was a it, it was crowned. a long it crowned <laughs> it did yeah i can see hair Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> i hated that right when i started to say it i was like no 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 right. no 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 stop saying it a little too far on the poop jokes a little too far on the poop jokes <laughs> well, i really didn't think we would ever get there but we did still gonna keep it in there that's what she said <laughs> 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 i was like does that work it works <laughs> um where do we start today y'all we this is going to be kind of an all over the place episode i think we should start with batchy okay so the bachelor premiere was last night i haven't been finale. watching but amelia has yeah finale sorry it's fine English um it's hard. the premiere of ends yeah damn the, the premiere of endings um it was the first day of the rest of their lives because they got engaged it was three fucking hours yeah that was it was too many hours i was just reading the tweets yeah i had a friend over and i when the host was like three out we had a three hour finale i was like there's no way in fucking hell they're gonna be able to fill this time there's but they, also, they found a way there's no way that it's that interesting it's not and it was all fluff it was all fluff like just it's because they want the viewership yeah and, and i get that what are you gonna what are you gonna do you know it's like you could give that slot to like local news like they could use it but anyway give, um, us, give us the highlights so what i wanted to talk about specifically was okay first of all the runner-up gap okay before we jump in oh well if you care you've watched it or you've seen twitter the runner-up gabby mm-hmm. she had such a redemption arc this season like she one week like they had like a little bit of one-on-one time at a cocktail party and she was like I'm going to get, I give people nicknames. Can I give you a nickname? Um, Zacky Wacky. What about <laughs> Zack Zack? Like it was like the most, it was one of those like the, uncomfortable the conversations that they put like the nickname, like funny music over in the background. Cause it's just like a mess. Was it uh, like in an early episode? It was like third week, fourth week. So oh, that's a, it was like still early, but in enough and yeah. she was like crying to everybody like i fucked up like he doesn't like me at all and then she like did something that like redeemed herself and then she ended up being the runner-up anyway so i love her like her she be i mean being cringe i feel like is not like the worst you know no but it is like when they make it when they highlight it on the show yeah it's usually a reason that someone gets kicked off like somebody on night one made him do the gritty with her and then forced her to kiss him what do we do to, him to kiss her gritty do, do the gritty <laughs> And what are we doing to Gwitty? What, what are we doing? On do- the <laughs> We found out that a, a high school football player was the one who originated the gritty. Oh. That's bananas. Like. What are we? What are we? What are we? No. What are, what? I was saying literally. What are we? What are we? <laughs> what are we do to Gwitty? <laughs> <laughs> um should we talk like that the whole episode they would love that it wouldn't get annoying <laughs> at all gabby the runner-up was like my numero uno gal i fucking loved her she's just like she very seemed real. like a fan favorite based on she's very real she showed a lot tweets. of personality the last two in the end they have you know like after the episode sometimes they'll have like a fun little like thing during the credits mm-hmm. there was um the, the last two girls like a few weeks ago were like 
had like a bubble bath in their bathing suits and they were like drinking wine in the bathtub and they were, it was just like a, was a good personality piece and i was like oh, okay these two are like fun mm-hmm. and you never get to see that personality on the show that's true because they're trying to show that it's a competition yeah but obviously these women's are these women are going to form friendships right they have to that's all that they can do in the yeah. house think about this guy and form friendships um which is kind of my entire life <laughs> come to think of it now i'm sad no <laughs> maybe i should go on the bachelor <laughs> i think you should go on the bachelor i think it's a good idea raise your um, hand if you think amelia should go on the bachelor i think that i would be kicked off on night one for just like being like crying would why would you cry because i just always cry you know on night one yeah i don't think you would not over him but just like about a thing overwhelmed being overwhelmed yeah i would like think about like those like videos of people coming home from war and their dogs being happy to see them (laughs) i would just i did used to watch compilations of those to purposely cry yeah it is a good a good way to cry okay wait so continue with gabby and the bachelor goodness sorry my night adderall has not kicked in (laughs) um so she this kind of goes back kind of far but i'm gonna give the reader's digest version because liz did not watch this season of the bachelor she's kind of up to speed but if you haven't watched here's the tea um they had fantasy suite week and he was like i'm not gonna have sex with anybody like that's i'm sex is off the table for this week which made it a bigger deal than it needed to be you know Mm -hmm. just don't do it you know that could just be a choice that you make but he ended up he went on one date with Ariel, who is a class fucking act. She's going to clean up in paradise. She's so fucking cool. And then, so she had her date with him. They didn't fuck. And then he had his date with Gabby and they fucked. And then apparently when they were like right after they had sex or right before, he was like, this is just between us. Like nobody's going to know about this. And she was like, yeah, it's just between us. And then the next day he comes into her room with production and it's like, I have to tell the truth that we fucked because I don't want our, like our relationship to be like based on a lie, which is like, but like told Gabby that. Oh yeah. With production there. And Gabby was like, okay. So like now all of America knows that we fucked. Like that's kind of like, they aren't kind of women that have sex on that show yeah and and especially after he announces like no sex and it's like if you don't want to be a liar then like don't lie to her that you're not going to say anything to anyone yeah so you're lying you're a liar you're a lying liar so then he goes on his date with katie who ended up winning Mm -hmm. they did not fuck but like when they did the rose ceremony and it was just gabby and katie at the end katie was like i know that you and zach fucked like when he was walking Ariel out and Gabby was like, I feel like I'm wearing a fucking scarlet letter. Like this is so embarrassing. Cause like, and then she didn't know that it was a, a storyline, like a whole plot point until oh it my God. premiered until it showed. That's horrible. Yeah. So she was like fucking mortified on after the final rose. I can't believe the producers did that to her. Yeah. Like I can and I can't. Right. I'm just like, stop yeah. pretending to have values. Right. Right. It's like everybody knows what y'all are up to now. Well, and the thing that is so fucking annoying to me is like they're called fantasy suites. It's implied. Yeah. But then the second that it's like actually acknowledged that one of them has had sex, like any woman on that show has had sex, then everyone flips the fuck out. It's like entrapment. Yeah. (laughs) Like, well, you're not mad that this fucking idiot is like 
potentially sleeping with three women anyways yeah like right anyway what a dumb fuck it's it's fucking the whole thing is stupid he looks boring and he seems like he has a shitty personality he he is very boring he is just very blah like there isn't really anything like redeeming about him outside of him like believing the girls in the house when they were like this girl's trouble he would be like all right bye and it was like that was good it's like oh that's really refreshing mm-hmm. <laughs> you know because usually they like make it to the top three like the toxic that's so out. true but anyway so um after that rose ceremony when gabby was like i feel like i'm wearing a scarlet letter zach like wouldn't look at Ka- at gabby when he came back he was like only looking at katie and gabby in her like interviews was like he wouldn't even fucking look at me like something's wrong so can you imagine sleeping with someone and then him announcing it to everybody after telling you it was going to be private mm-hmm. it like my mind is blown yeah that is horrible and bewildering yeah it's very violating yeah it just he removed and this is what ariel said to him on after the final rose like you removed everybody's agency by just announcing that you weren't going to have sex with them like you could have He's, she's like, if you would have just had a conversation with me, you would have known I also didn't want to have sex. But like you, we could have made that decision as a couple rather than. That's what you should be doing. Yeah. You should be making decisions as a couple. He like thought it was like a good guy thing. I guarantee it. But so Gabby like had it in her gut. The reason that we wanted to talk about this <laughs> besides I just clearly obsessed is like Gabby came out of the limo when like during the engagements and she like stepped in mud and she was like you guys just park this car in mud like when it actually matters when katie gets here do not park here like she just knew she wasn't going to be the one that got proposed to Mm -hmm. and in her little interviews she's just like yeah i just like know in my gut it's not me like i feel like i would have woken up today and known and i and i just know it's not me so when she she went up to like get broken up with and he was like doing his little monologue and he was like but just like a bunch of dumb empty things we have a lot of fun together i'm just improvising you're and you're so beautiful and kind this is basically exactly what it was um we had fun on that one date yep but yep it's always a connection just isn't there (laughs) i've had a lot of fun falling in love with you but was i think what he said but then so she was like you don't have to say it please don't say it and then he just kept monologuing and she was like please stop please stop i don't want to hear it just please stop and he kept going and she was like for the love of god fucking shut up he has zero respect for women just based on what i've seen and Mm -hmm. heard it's fucked so she went back into the when she was driving away she was like i just want to fucking go home and then like when she was monologuing on her way out she was like going back and forth between like my intuition was telling me that this was what was going to happen but then i second guessed it and like maybe i'm the reason that i put like that he is gone now i have to find this tweet because it it like summed it up perfectly he he fully did everything to himself it seems like he's the most hated bachelor in bachelor nation now this person that girl cjm on twitter said gabby's exit monologue is a textbook description of what it's like to live with anxiety the constant cycle of doubting then trusting your intuition but some but somehow always feeling like you got it wrong Mm-hmm. that is exactly how it feels to have a strong intuition and always be anxious mm-hmm. about it because you c- it's hard to differentiate like is this anxiety that i'm feeling or is it my intuition and that comes from like being gaslit mm-hmm. to be honest yeah. like and 
I know that the word gaslighting is, and gaslit is like thrown around way too much, but fuzzy. it's literally just like someone leading you to believe something other than the truth. Like they they want you to believe a false reality. Mm-hmm. So like deep down they might feel one way, but they're telling you something else. Yeah. And they're, they're not consciously doing this thing. They're doing it because they're trying to protect themselves from feeling bad by making you feel bad when they do tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't know when you're telling the truth and you're doing it in like a considerate way, if the other person has a reaction and you know, you did your best to be kind and caring that's and empathetic, how they react is just because it's triggering them and that's out of your control. Mm-hmm. You, you did your best and like, I don't know, as long yeah. as you approach something with empathy when you know it's going to be hard, that's like the best you can do. Yeah. But yeah, when you are trying to avoid telling the truth because you just don't want to have any sort of conflict, you're gaslighting someone. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. Um, I was listening to a podcast earlier. Uh, I feel like intuition has been a theme for me the last few days mm-hmm. um, and I was listening to a podcast earlier that our psychiatrist actually recommended to me it was an episode and um, she sent it to me it was lovely but the host ha- was interviewing like a relationship expert and this guy like was saying like a woman's intuition is so powerful and I was like hearing this from a man mm-hmm. incredible yeah thank you groundbreaking I also had a conversation with one of um, my other friends who's very like, um, I don't know, she's she's like very exploratory with like her spirituality. She's very grounded. Um, and uh, she was, I was telling her a story and she was like, men don't understand that like women can see the future. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's it's, maybe it's evolutionary to be able to like, sense emotional patterns and behaviors Mm. um it doesn't require like it's always subconscious from what i've noticed like when i am suspecting something's off and i end up being right but you're like you're doubting it because you're being told something else right um but yeah that i don't know i've just been getting more and more in touch with my intuition good that's so good because Mm -hmm. we really are taught to like pat it down yeah well and to be fair it's because we're trying to like see the best in someone and believe what they're telling us. But if you have this continuous feeling like something's wrong, something might be wrong. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And being able to differentiate between when it's anxiety and when it's intuition. I was talking with my friend about this last night that when we were watching The Bachelor, like before I got on Prozac, this isn't even a joke. It's, not, it's kind of funny, but it's not a joke. I used to wake up every morning and be like, I know that the big earthquake is going to happen today. I just know. Yeah. I was like, it's going to happen today. And I just know every fucking day. And it's that's anxiety, you know, like to just feel like like the world is about to end all the time is one thing. And to feel like something might be a little bit off with someone is another thing. And it could also be anxiety. And it's it's really difficult to like differentiate between the two. Mm -hmm. But like knowing when to tap in and when to like kind of just like keep your ear perked to something is such a good habit to get into mm-hmm. just like i'm just gonna keep my eye on that thing because that was maybe my intuition but it's tough it's really tough because you get to- you get told too often that it's just anxiety yeah yeah it's true and then when you're feeling anxious who 
in like um a relationship or a friendship like any kind of relationship with another person the best thing you can do is when you go to them like make it clear you're not asking them because you want reassurance or like your ego is feeling a type of way and you need to be like comforted it's because you want to know the truth Mm -hmm. and knowing the truth is even if it's hard to hear it's going to be the best thing for both of you in the long run because when you don't tell someone the truth about what's going on, you're taking away their agency. Mm-hmm. You're taking away their choice to decide what they want to do yeah. with all of the information yeah. that they have. And when you make a decision for them, like you're clearly doing it to protect yourself. You're not doing it for like the consideration of the other person. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, the lesson is listen to your gut when it's calling for you should we just end our episodes with that yeah song that's it yeah listen to your gut <laughs> um so it, it can be hard to sort through the noise yeah in your in your head um before you can get clear with your gut but that's where things different versions of self-care come in to play like yeah. journaling all of your thoughts and feelings and writing them out um also like writing out a conversation before you have it if it's like difficult and important I think that's like a really good idea because then you don't like forget things that you want to say and then you can also get all of your feelings out like yeah if it's something that's upsetting for you you can get all your feelings out and then you can rewrite it in a way that will be neutral and easy to for that other person to process yeah I don't know about you but like when I have a difficult conversation and I feel like I forgot to say a thing I won't feel better after having the conversation. I'll be like, I have to, yeah. I have to go back and have that conversation like, again. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. I forgot to say this thing. <laughs> Not uh, to so. bring this up for the one millionth time, but I forgot to also add this. <laughs> yeah. Right. But that's such a thing. Cause it's just mm-hmm. like, if you're doing, if you're having a conversation to pacify yourself in any way, even if that's not like the main reason, but if that's like, you know, something that you want to get out of it, but then you aren't able to pacify yourself because you forgot to say something. It's the fucking worst because it just compounds on itself. And then, you just have to, I don't know. Anyway, all that to say, I think writing it out makes a lot of sense. I think it's such a good idea. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, 
That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Um, I have a fun game for you. Fucking love to jump into games. So this is an idea from last week. Um, We're going to have Amelia guess Dwight Schrute and Andrew Tate quotes. So I pulled a bunch of them. She's not as familiar with The Office as the rest of us tacky millennials are. I've watched two episodes, maybe three. I'm going to read all of the quotes like Dwight Schrute because I haven't uh, heard Andrew Tate talk too many times. a, A slight British accent. I'm like, where the fuck is this man from? Hell. Bugai. Yeah, that's exactly right. My sheer indefatigability. Oh, perspicacity was the word I couldn't remember last week. My sheer. I did see that quote. My perspicacity. Um, okay. Are you ready? I don't know. Let me, let me get situated. I'm going to have some water. Yeah. What that whistle. (sighs) You know, too often, I feel like I could just say nothing. And I always choo- I choose to say something. You know? What do you mean? Like, you know, I, you could just drink your water and me not say a weird thing about it. But then you wouldn't have a podcast. That's true. You're like, I'm going to drink some water. I'm like, fuck yeah, baby girl. Wet that whistle. <laughs> Wet that whistle. <laughs> okay. The more stress you can tolerate, the more successful you'll become as a person. Andrew Tate. Correct. One for one, baby. I don't believe in coddling people. In the wild, there is no health care. In the wild, health care is, ow, I hurt my leg. I can't run. A lion eats me and I'm dead. Well, I'm not dead. I'm the lion. You're dead. Jesus Christ. Andrew Tate? <laughs> it's Dwight Schrute. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> he would say that. He would. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. You couldn't handle my undivided attention. Andrew Tate. Dwight Schrute. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! Damn, but he would say that. He would. This is blowing my mind. I know. When you said it, I was like, she's, oh my God, I had a realization. Okay, um, here's the next one. I don't know how to administer CPR. However, I will not administer CPR unless you are an attractive woman. Dwight Schrute. <laughs> it's Andrew T. Fuck! <laughs> He's um, fucking said that? Yeah, he also says, so he said, I don't know how to administer a CPR. Yikes. What does that mean? And then instead of attractive woman, he says hot female. I just changed it because I wanted them to kind of like sound similar. So it'd be harder to he guess. He said hot female. He would only administer life-saving CPR measures. to a hot woman. And then he he goes on to say he would not administer CPR to like an old fat man. And I didn't read the whole quote because I was just like, Ugh, shut the fuck up. I fucking hate this man. Okay. Um, I feel like we've, we're leveled out now and yeah. you'll be able to maybe guess a little I bit more. I don't think so, Liz. <laughs> People underestimate the power of nostalgia. Nostalgia is truly one of the greatest human weaknesses, second only to the neck. <laughs> Dwight Schrute. Correct. Nice. Okay. <laughs> that last part gave it away. If you are over 15 and like cartoons, you are a loser. Andrew Tate. Mm-hmm. Before- Everybody likes car- Hold, Hey, hold the phone. Like, he has to like cartoons. He for sure watches, like, hentai porn. Absolutely. That's a cartoon, He's like a top subscriber of hentai porn. 100%. Um, Okay. Before I do anything, I ask myself, would an idiot do that? And if the answer is yes, I do not do that thing. 
Andrew Tate. It's Dwight Schrute. Fuck! <laughs> I have to go to work today. Change your language. I get to go to work today. <sighs> Dwight? Andrew Tate. <laughs> this this feels scripted and I literally it's literally not I have n- I can't tell <laughs> okay uh, there's only a few more why have money if you're still a nobody in the eyes of the government what the fuck does that even mean An- Andrew Tate yeah okay <laughs> I'm like not even Dwight is that dumb <laughs> I am fast. To give you a reference point, I'm somewhere between a snake and a mongoose <laughs> and a panther. Dwight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he would just, Andrew Tate would just start at panther. <laughs> Faster than a panther. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what's even cooler than a triceratops? Every other dinosaur that ever existed. Dwight? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Thank God. Because if that was Andrew Tate, I would have to like see what the conversation was. And I, do, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> okay. Well, some of these quotes are just like things he's tweeted too. Oh, Jesus. Okay. It takes intellect to love, which is why stupid people are full of hate. Andrew Tate. Mm-hmm. And then this is the last one. Because he's an idiot. <laughs> and he's full of hate. Yeah, it's true. Cell phone. Yeah. Incel cell phone. <laughs> In cell phone. I am better than you have ever been or ever will be. Andrew Tate. Dwight Schrute. Oh, but I guarantee I would put money on that he also being said an that, Andrew Tate yeah, quote. I'm sure he said that exact thing. This went better than I expected. I'm really proud of the quotes I chose. Yeah, those you did a great job. Good Thank work. You. Good Thank work. You. That was I was expecting it to be a little bit easier than that, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> that proves my point, man. Mm-hmm. This is I there is something about this man that feels like a social experiment. It has to be. I, it like, must be. If he wasn't in prison. God, his hair is just think, getting worse. Oh, worse. God. I love it so much. He, if y'all him saying, like, I I choose to be bald. No. No. Sorry. No. Clear. <laughs> no. If you haven't seen these photos of Andrew Tate's hair since he's been in prison, please do yourself a favor and Google it. We don't bald shame around here unless you're Andrew Tate. Yeah. And also, like, what a fucking, like, that sucks. But he's like, no, I should choose. I choose to be this way. And he just like, I don't. There's a, probably a bunch of men that are balding that feel like shit about themselves. Yeah, Andrew Tate and like people like him are just like the result of just shoving all your trauma down mm. and trying to build up your ego to protect yourself mm-hmm. to the point where you are like entirely detached from reality damn it's pretty sad it's a good escape escapism thing uh-huh. for them it's like I, I made a video where i was like i don't know if like these people are like so st- like they they actually are bad people or if they just want to be a part of something and then i got stitched by somebody that's like a sociologist on on tiktok that was like that's actually exactly what it is and like talked mm-hmm. about like all of this research behind like why these people indoc like indoctrinated by these like andrew tate yeah kevin samuels type people yeah that makes sense because like um if you've looked at studies of people in solitary confinement that gives us that gives us enough information to show that like human interaction is like critical to our mental stability and our mental health yeah and probably even like 
making progress as a person mm-hmm. it's kind of sad it's like there's so sad. many shitty parents out there that these people just like cannot cope with having feelings mm-hmm. it's really sad oh i have been i wrote it down hold on so i journal for my mental health um but i was talking to my therapist um and i can't remember what specifically we were talking about um i know we were talking about someone who f- was pissing me off or something mm-hmm. um and she was like oh do you do the like meta prayer or something like that it's it's m-e-t-t-a it's buddhist okay uh and um i think this is a good thing to meditate on it's always may may i but she says may they like mm-hmm. when you're upset at someone hmm. um so it's may i be happy may i be well may i be safe may i be peaceful and at ease hmm. and if you're upset with someone you can just repeat this so you can like kind of come to like a more level emotional thing so like may they be happy may they be well may they be safe may they be peaceful and at ease hmm. And I don't know, it kind of like when I was thinking about it today, I was just like, uh, I don't know, it did give me peace because it it can be really like easy to choose to be angry instead. Um, and then like, yeah, it's it, but it's not as peaceful. No. Yeah. Right. It's like a lot less work to be angry than to like forgive someone. But it's also not, yeah, it's not as peaceful. Yeah. And I'm sure it like makes your cortisol levels just like spike mm-hmm. if you are like, I'm going to stay mad at this. Yeah. It's stressful to be mad about something. Mm-hmm. Sometimes anger is one of my biggest motivators. Uh, kind of like revenge. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like if someone says I can't do something or they think I'm incompetent, I'm like, fucking bet. There is, there is an anger spectrum yeah for sure that's true certain kinds of anger mobilize me and certain kinds of anger paralyze me Mm. oh shit take that andrew tate bars fucking Fucking, bars how's that for a fucking quote andrew tate bugatti bugatti um perspicacity (laughs) stupid ass uh but i did want to share this story that my therapist told me that i have been applying to other areas of my life um so the story is she, her sister, and her husband went out for pizza, and her sister was ordering everyone's pizza, and she gets to her husband, and she's like, what do you want? And then he's like, oh, I'll just take whatever. So she orders him whatever, and then uh, gives him the pizza, and then he starts picking all the toppings off. And she's like, hold on. What the fuck are you doing? And he's like, oh, I don't mind just taking off what I don't want to eat. And then she's like, no, but I mind. I asked you what you wanted and you could have just told me what you wanted. And so now they have this phrase in their household, which is, I need you to order your pizza. Mm -hmm. Like, you need to get clear. You can't just be wishy-washy. You need to be forthcoming. I fucking love that. Yeah. Because there is, it's so annoying when like somebody's like, oh yeah, I'm just cool with whatever. And then it's unhappy with the whatever yeah, and then that you choose. they're actually not okay with it. Yeah. And then it's not on to you. say he wasn't okay, but it's just like you had the opportunity to say what you wanted and you didn't. Mm-hmm. And then you are now wasting your time and you wasted her time. When Liz first told me that it was like so mind blowing for me. Like I love that metaphor because it's really true. It's like when like any sort of like difficult decision when the person's just from like deciding where to go to for dinner and then like deciding like 
a big life thing yeah when they're like i'm fine with whatever and then they're clearly not it's so fucking frustrating yeah because you're like i i didn't ask you so you would affirm yeah what i was saying i asked you because i sincerely wanted to know Mm -hmm. where you were at and what you want yeah because i want to consider that in my decision making process Mm -hmm. because that's how relationships with people work (laughs) at least the good ones yeah right that's so it's so good i love that metaphor i really Mm do Mm -hmm. so order your fucking pizza yeah friends fucking i'm gonna need you to order your pizza yeah whatever idiot i end up marrying (laughs) he's gonna order the fuck out of that pizza fucking better Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What do you have? A few things. Okay. Um, This is kind of now out of left field based on the conversations we've been having, but this is a fun thing. I asked on Instagram um, what some of the most like either disgusting or strange like flirtatious DMs they've ever gotten were. And I got some good ones. Hell yeah. I'm going to read some of them. Here are some highlights. Someone said, will you please use me as a toilet? More than once. Oh, no. More than once. Did he think he was saying like sit in my sit on my face? Like I feel like use me as shit a chair. In my would, mouth. Chair yeah. would be more appropriate. Chair would be way better. Like, use me as a seat. Use my face as a seat. Use me. So use I don't think that's what he, I don't think that's what he meant. Uh, so listen, people need to consent to your kinks. Consent is our kink. Uh huh. Oh, speaking of kinks, this was another one that somebody got. Someone asked me how much it would be to send videos of me stepping on bugs interesting foot fetish you know i've said this before we don't kink shame around here but i do think it's interesting how bold foot fetish people have been feeling recently they they are very bold i think a lot of them are scammers you think so yeah they're just trying to get like sexy pictures from you for free and then just dip yeah had a girl send me a snap of her asshole and the caption was i'm winking at you ew yep that is kind of funny, though. It's a little funny. There's a dude who replies to every story asking when I'm going to wear leather trousers. That is a straight man that sent me that. So that's a man in his DMs asking him constantly. When you buy them for me and then never post a picture. That's a great fucking idea. I guess only if you want leather trousers. Yeah. They're in. They are in. They're he also in. does own leather trousers. I've seen them. Um, benign guy answered. Oh. This, he said, I don't know, but once I went back and unsent a DM from three and a half years ag- earlier out of embarrassment. Because <laughs> she just left him on red. Uh, I thought that was so... I'm like, this is the most hilarious. amazing that I've ever heard you say. That's relatable. This one, this is the last one that I'm going to read. It's... <laughs> An artist sent me drawings of his dick all the time. Bougie, unsolicited dick pics. Can you oh fucking Oh my fucking deal? God. Do you think they did that like back in the war when they used to like write draw, letters to draw, each other? Draw a picture of their like, dick. My dearest Gwendolyn. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. It's been the fourth night. That is so fucking obnoxious. Yeah. That is so like beam me up soft boy. <laughs> yeah. And then he like writes a poem to go with it. Yeah. Smooth but and soft. soft. My large cock is. 
I, I like when haiku. it is filled with jizz. <laughs> Fuck. Can make it a limerick. Okay. There once was a winner named Garth. <laughs> who liked... Oh, God, I picked a name that doesn't rhyme with anything. Garth, Harth, Sparth. There once... Barf. There once was a... Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's good, that's good. There once was a winner named Garth who liked... To no. make women barf. No. Oh, like gagging? Yeah. This is... I'm not going to move on from this bit until Vomit I get a limerick on his out of this. Cock. He'll give you a knock. And that's why he named his penis Garth. Does it end with the first word that you were, that you were using to rhyme? Um, it can, but it's supposed to rhyme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Anyway, well, well I just said I wasn't going to move on, but this is going to actually drive me nuts if I stay on it. So um, come back next week for my penis limerick. Actually, maybe <laughs> I'll, put one, limerick. I'll put one on um, Patreon. Okay, okay. Speaking of which, I kind of want to tell one of my Patreon stories when we're done recording. Oh, yeah, let's do that. So we'll put a little um, tiny itty-bitty baby mini-sode about this one time. At band camp? At band camp. Ooh. No, this one time that I literally can't tell on the podcast because you'll understand when you hear the story. I can't wait. But anyway. Is this something about barfing on a penis? No. Oh, um, well, that was the thing that we were just talking <laughs> about with Garth. Don't be That's mad true. at me. No, you're right. You're I'm right. I'm just trying to put two and two together here. That was that was out of pocket of me. <laughs> no, but I will put my penis limerick and this story that I can't tell on the podcast on Patreon. Love that. It's one tier. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can read a penis limerick. <laughs> I think that is absolutely worth it. That's that's a steal, actually. Honestly, I can't think of a better deal out there. No. Get your penis limerick today. <laughs> By calling. Okay. No. All right. Here's the other thing that I had to talk about. Oh, sorry. One more. I know that I just said we were moving on, but somebody called someone's butt a turd cutter. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I hate it. Oh, yeah. A turd cutter. No, I can't think of anything else. No. Liz had this idea of she came across a TikTok of these girls like was that like a Nicki Minaj kind of like I feel like it was I I feel like it was paying um homage for to, sure to Nicki Minaj but it was so fucking funny and you'll yeah you should look it up it's kind of old um it's by Cassidy Condy C A S S I D Y C O N D I E E. But they have this like bit that they were doing as a game, like rapping like Nicki Minaj. And I was saying to Liz, I wanted to like play a game like um, we've played in the past. And she was like, oh my God, we should do this. And then I went fucking nuts on writing them. And Liz, like a normal person, hasn't written any. No, I haven't had time. She hasn't had time, but she's also normal. I spent way (laughs) too much time sitting and writing these. I was cackling to myself. And I'm scared you're not going to think they're funny. I will. Should I read all of them? Should I save no, some until? save some. Okay, I'm going to read some of my favorite. Pussy a cocoon, but a fly in it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was one of my favorites. I like that. Pussy so loyal, you can rely on it. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, mm. shit. Mm-hmm. She she came with the bars. She came with the bars. 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 Um, this one's my favorite, but it's like... it. I was reading these to my friend last night when he was over, and he was like, "That that's not going to land. But you Fuck know, off. you know the, the Fleetwood Mac song "Landslide." Yes. Okay. Pussy built its world around you. Landslide in it. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> I like that. Okay, I'll do one more. <clears throat> oh, this one was from him. I'll read his. Okay. This is by Demeter. If you follow me on Instagram, you've seen him plenty of times. Beat that pussy up. Get violent. <laughs> 
Of course a man would write that. Pretty good. I was like, <laughs> I am going to say that and I'm going to credit you. Um, so next week, we're going to do more of these. I yeah. have way too many. I have way too many. I think my favorite from uh, the original creators is um, Pussy Pathological Come Lie in It. So fucking good. It's so they had really, really good ones. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway. Um, All right. Send us yours. Yeah. I fucking oh, yeah. love this bit. And we'll perform them for you. Yeah. Because clearly, if you just listen to the last three minutes, like, I perform. She puts her pussy into it. I put my whole pussy and my pussy hole into it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was another thing I wish I could take back before I finished saying it. <laughs> I like <laughs> Oh, God bless America um i don't know if i have anything else to talk about today this might be a little bit of a shorty sode shorty so but listen y'all can head right over to the patreon for a little extra on top it's i need to vent about this thing that i'm talking about a little sprinkle on top a little little, the confetti Mm -hmm. a confetti who who doesn't love a good secret i know i do liz i fucking love a good secret especially when it's not mine because then I have no stake in the game. Yeah, you don't have to be stressed out about. I can just be shocked yeah. and judgmental. Those those are my two favorite. I love emotions. judging other people's secrets. Me too. <laughs> God, I fucking love a secret. We love you, our children. <laughs> I gave you a tough note. I think we did better than we did last week. That's true. That's an improvement. Be 2% better than you were last week. That's what we all said. That's our goal. That's That's our our goal. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.